You're listening to the Arcane Focus Network. Hello everybody and welcome to Star Raiders, a Starfinder homebrewed actual play podcast based in the world of the adventure path, fly free or die. Although the setting is the same, the story will be different. So don't worry, this podcast contains no spoilers for the fly free or die AP. I'm your Game Master Tom, and with me today are Ben, Daniel, Mari, and Mark. Now our heroes in this story are anything but heroic. They're just a bunch of regular working class people trying to make their way in the galaxy. They work delivering cargo for the Evgenia Jameson Corporation, known as Edge Corp. Their ship is a standard issue cargo hauler, designation BK213, but known to the crew as the Pig. Let's go around the table and quickly meet the players and their characters. Ben? Hi, my name is Ben Margulit, and I play Tiny Bishop. I'm a Vesk Technomancer, and I've been with Edge Corp for about a month now. Uh, not too long. I'm pretty new to the company. I'm the engineer on the ship, as well as the occasional science officer. Dan. Hi, my name is Daniel Lyon. I um, I play Burzen Castor. He is a human envoy. I've been with the company for about six years, and I am the ship's captain, or El Capitan as I'll have you guys refer to me from here on out. Never. <laughs> that certainly won't happen. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> Mari. Hi, I'm Mari Moore, and I play Astra Dorkin, who is a human featherlight mechanic, uh, and I control the stealth drone Bantam. I've been with the company for just under four years. And Mark. Hi, I'm Mark. I play Peyton Church, otherwise known as Sawbones. Um, I'm a Yusoki uh, biohacker. Uh, I've been with the company for a little under two years, uh, and I'm the science officer most of the time, uh, but jumping into the gunner seat uh, from time to time as well. Excellent. Now, let's roll some dice. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thunder rolls across the grey sky as rain pours down over the jungle planet of Vestamal. It's midday, but it's often dark and gloomy during this wet, rainy season. Lightning cracks across the sky, illuminating a bulky, rectangular ship sitting on the landing pad in the clearing. The pig. Standing at the foot of the cargo ramp, watching the rain fall down, is the captain of this vessel, Burson Castor. Daniel, what does he look like? He's about six foot tall. Uh, he's got brown, sort of longish, shaggy hair. He's unshaven. Kind of looks like a mix between uh, Brad Pitt and um, Benicio Del Toro. Wow. Wow. He's got the, a like a leather jacket over some Kasathan microcord, which has like orange power lines running up from the from the feet all the way through the legs and the torso up to his shoulders. Stylish, but also practical. He's a handsome man. 
As you stand there, watching the rain come down, you're just waiting for the recipients of this delivery to come and pick it up. Behind you, you hear the whir of gears as the cargo platform lowers down from the ship. And on there, we see the rest of the crew as they're moving crates around. It comes down, they begin unloading, and you turn around to help them with that. Ben, what does Tiny look like? Tiny is... He looks a lot like... You know the TV show Dinosaurs? He looks like Robbie Sinclair, the brother in that TV show. So he's he's kind of like a giant lizard. He's blue-skinned, though, and he's wearing these kind of coveralls, gray coveralls. And he has a perpetual smile on his face with a, a very toothy grin because, again, he is a giant lizard dinosaur. He carries with him a large wrench that acts as both a weapon but also a, a tool because he, he does like to do a lot of mechanic work and he uses it to cast spells. You mean that the show from the 90s with the, the people in the giant puppet suits? Yeah. Such a great reference. Has he yeah. got like the has he got like the weird frills? He's got yeah. the weird frills coming <laughs> yeah. off his head and stuff as well? Yeah. Yeah. But I picture it because that, that character always wore flannel, right? And so it just looked a little bit more just a regular teenage kid because he's younger. He's not he's not He's not older, so yeah, he, he looks a lot like that in my mind. <laughs> Robbie Sinclair. So Tiny's there can, lifting off the crates and uh, you can see scurrying around on the top and unloading some of the smaller crates is a little Yusoki. Mark, what does Sawbones look like? Sawbones is um, extremely well-groomed for a, for a rat. Um, I, <laughs> I make sure to keep myself, you know, trim. Um... I am wearing a big uh, brown coat, like brown trench coat, and I've got a, a bandolier uh, filled with syringes with all different colored kind of slightly glowing liquids in them. And I do have a, I've got a custom micro lab that's sort of internal, but um, on, along my fingers, I've got these little tendrils that come out when I need to do a, a chemical analysis. So sometimes you'll see them sort of flitting at the end of my um, end of my fingers. And as you're kind of moving some of the smaller crates and everything like that, um, there's a sound that goes past your ear as a small robot hovers past you and heads over to a human female who's also beginning to unload the crates. Mari, what does Astra look like? So Astra is quite young to be uh, four years into working for Edge Corp. She's a 20-year-old female. She's tall and lean with very pale skin. She has dark black hair, shoulder length, and eyes the color of whiskey. Uh, she has a custom, I know, right? Uh, she has a custom rig augmentation in her forearm, um, and that's how she communicates with her um, stealth drone, the Bantam. Uh, she wears the Edge Corp utility coveralls, and hiding underneath that is a purple butterfly pendant. And in the top pocket, she carries with her a hollow photo of her dead parents. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's Astra. Way to bring it down, Mari. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, butterflies. Such a down subject. <laughs> you see, Mark. When you prepare something, you end up with eyes the color of whiskey. Look at that. Not nearly that Good romantic. Job, 
<laughs> how old is so uh, Astra's twenty? How old is Sawbones? And how old is Tiny? Sawbones is about twenty five. Yeah, I put Tiny at about nineteen. Oh, okay. you're so tiny. Jeez. You're also young. Burzen's thirty eight. <laughs> and that's why you're the captain. Yeah. Ancient. Yeah. yeah I, oh man. You know, and if we were years, that's fifty two. If we were to go into a <laughs> hospital and um, Burzen needed some work, he'd be classified as a geriatric. So <laughs> he's so old. <laughs> this planet Vestimal is out in the vast, the only habitable planet in the CARS system. Now, most colonizing companies passed it over because when they scanned it, it didn't look that resource-rich. But Abadar Corp decided to give it a shot, and so they established the small colony of Casinas. About 30 years on, it hasn't netted that much in profit. It doesn't have any significant amounts of natural resources or rare minerals, at least not in the amount that could be exploited for the kind of profits that Abadar Corp is looking for. So they decided to liquidate the colony. Now, in order to minimize their losses in these situations, they offer to sell the colony to the colonists who then gain their independence along with anything else left on the planet. Equipment, supplies, housing, all of it. Now it's not cheap and it does take quite a few years to get it all done, but after everything's all paid off, deliveries and support from the company cease entirely and the colonies on its own. Do we know what we're delivering them? Snacks and supplies. Uh, this delivery, there's water purifiers, long life rations, medicine, a backup generator, clothing tools, a small little like all-terrain transport buggy, and you know various other bits and pieces. As you guys are standing there on the landing pad, unloading everything, you can see through the haze of the rain in the distance a large group of people starting to appear and they're all coming towards you. You can see that they're pushing some rudimentary vehicles with them, you know, wooden push carts made up from scrap and the like, but they're very much dressed for the weather, each of them wearing large rain ponchos. As they come closer, one of them breaks from the group and comes up to you guys. They take off their hood and you can see He's a human male with brown hair and sunspots, maybe in his early 30s. And he says, Hello there. Hello. We're so glad to see you guys here. It's our first delivery. Very, very exciting. First delivery? How how long have you been here for? I've been here all my life. But this is our first independent delivery, not from Abadar Corp. All bought and paid for by the hardworking people of an independent casinus. I'm Cooper by the way. Hi, my name's Burzen. This is my crew, uh, Sawbones, Tiny, and Astra. Say hi, guys. Howdy. Hi. Hi, guys. Excellent. Well, we'll start unloading, I guess. He turns around to everyone, starts waving them up and directing them. Uh, Okay, you lot start on the bigger crates, and uh, the rest of you come and grab these small ones and load up the carts. He turns back. It it shouldn't take too long. Maybe a few hours. We don't have that many carts or a a buggy or anything just yet. We've got a new one here. And like, Burzen slaps the box that the the all-terrain vehicle is in. There's a big smile on his face. Yes, it's very exciting. Our last one broke down a long time ago, and we've just been slogging it on foot since then. We won't know what to do with ourselves once it's all put together. Well, you know, don't break it. Because... It's going to take you a while before you can get a new one. 
If you don't mind me asking, Cooper, how do you how do you afford all this stuff? Saving, living off the land. We have some money left over, but also occasionally make small exports of a local flour that can be brewed into tea. Have you heard of Vestimal Brew? No, I haven't. What does it do? No, I suppose not. <laughs> it's a sweet tea that has a lovely fruity taste to it, but the real benefit is that it also has a natural, mild relaxation agent in it. Excellent after a hard day's work. Now, it wasn't profitable enough for Abadar Corp, but it's enough to keep us afloat while we explore the planet a bit more and can hopefully find something a bit more valuable to export. Do you know if it's ever been refined for medical use? Like, it's, do you only ever use it as a tea, or can you use it for medicine? Oh, I'm, I'm just in logistics. That, that's a bit beyond what I would know, but if you'd like to purchase some, you certainly could. I, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. Thank you. I, I would like to purchase some. I, I overhear some of this, and I, I want to walk over, and I say, um, I, 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 I heard about the tea. I would love to buy some if, if it's on sale. Yes, yes. Uh, I was thinking of sending some to my family. Oh, excellent. Yes, yes. Well, it, it keeps once we dry out the leaves. It's a very long life. It'll, it'll last a long time. Uh, sending them back to Vesk Prime. Uh, no, uh, we live in a, a colony further out. Oh, up. a fellow colony! He walks up to you and, and like, puts his hand out to shake your hand. I, I go, I, he's a human, right? Yeah, yeah. I try and shake his hand, but I don't do, I, I don't put a lot of effort into it. Also, I don't squeeze. Oh, it's, limp. it's, like, very limp, yeah. but Ugh. it's the best I can do because I have claws and I don't want to hurt him, so I just hold out my hand. Yeah. But I'm very, I, I like, smile at him. I'm like, nice to meet you, yeah. It's safe, though, the tea? Oh, yes, yes, it's perfectly safe. We've all drunk it for the longest time. If you wanted, we could give you a little to try. And if you're interested, you could buy some for yourself. <laughs> We'd love that. Some more sales. Now, these, of course, will be in addition to the crates that Edge Corp is already taking. That's still happening, right? Captain? El Capitan? Uh, he looks at his clipboard. Yeah, uh, well, how many how many crates are we taking off your hands, Cooper? Uh, the order was for 100 crates. And, uh, remind me again, what was the negotiated rate we'd, um, we'd agreed to? So looking over your notes and everything like that, you guys are set to, to pick this up from them, and they are going to be wired the money separately by Edge Corp, and they're paying 5,000 credits for this. Um, to us directly? Or for them? No, they're paying it directly to the colony. God. Yeah, uh, you know, have you got have you got the crates here ready to go, or what are we doing? Oh no, sorry, it's back at the colony in the warehouse. Because of how few carts we have, we wanted to unload everything first and and then bring the crates up. You could help if you wanted. Uh, I sure. See, you have some vehicles there. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've 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 got loaders. I'll just I'll tell you now, Cooper, just for future. Um, you know, efficiencies. What you do one trip. So you bring the things, you take the things back, and then we've got it, you've got what you need. You know, not not so much double handling, more um, you know, efficiency in the process. as you say that, Tiny is just walking by doing that thing where, you know, you wanna make one trip from the car back to your house <laughs> with the so he's just piling tons of stuff like Yeah, efficiency <laughs> as he's just dragging it off to the bike. See? He knows. He gets it. I do get it. <laughs> Good job, Tiny. <laughs> Thanks, Captain. 
Great. So you guys want to head uh, to the colony then to pick up these crates? Do we have our transport inside the um, the ship? Can I go and grab our cargo mover and um, bring that out to yeah. help with the transport? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so we just like, we drive past them on our um, <laughs> like cargo hauler as they're like schlepping all these crates back to the colony. <laughs> it's got like carts with wooden wheels and you splash mud on them <laughs> as you go past. <laughs> okay, so you guys uh, make your way down this uh, fairly wide path. Uh, this this area looks like it was, you know, obviously part of the original colony. So it's fairly well put together, fairly well structured. And as you head into the colony, you can see it's a pretty stock standard uh, colony project. All of the buildings are made up of like prefabricated shipping containers that can be joined or separated, you know, depending on the needs of the colony and the types of buildings that they need. Uh, it's located next to a river. But because this colony's been here for a while, and also it's been here for a while without the support of Abadar Court, on your side of the river, it's all of these prefab buildings, but spanning the river is a wooden bridge. And on the far side, there's buildings that have been put together from uh, wood and scrap metal and things like that. So it's they're starting to expand out. Looks like a real shanty town on the other side. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, yeah, but not like slum shanty. It's, you know, it's more like a more like a quaint uh, medieval village. Yeah, cool. So we're like do we just need to find a warehouse where they're keeping this stuff or like the the drying sheds? Yeah, so as you uh driving in, uh, somebody uh waves you down. They're waving their hands, trying to, you know, gesture for you to stop. All right, so Astra pulls over towards the guy that's waving without, like, getting too close. No mud on this guy. <laughs> Don't splash him. Yeah. Hi there, I'm Sterling. You're the delivery guys, right? Yeah, we're, we're picking up the tea. Tell me... Sorry, did he just give us his name? Uh, yes, Sterling. Sorry, Sterling. It's been a long day. Um, does it always rain like this? He looks up at the sky and squints his eyes a little bit. You caught us during the wet season. It lasts for a few months, and, well, it's not really pleasant, but we make do. Great. Sounds like a whale of time. Uh, now, can you take us to the, the crates? Where, where are they? We'll start loading them up, and we'll get out of here. Yeah, if you take a left here, and then go towards that big building. That's where we keep all our stock. Great, okay. Astra, bring her around. And, um, like... Burzen just jumps up on the side and, and holds onto the side of the, the truck as we um, we drive around there. Astra takes off nice and gently because she really doesn't want the captain to be splashed with anything either with this this weather. She's actually surprised that he's got his head out considering how much rain there is and how precious he is with his hair. He's got, um, his, and he's then got she, his helmet on. He does have his helmet on, that's true, yes. Yeah. So she's going to pull up beside the uh, warehouse and uh, extend out the trailer ready to load. And as the doors open... One of them waves you in to, to drive at least part of the trailer in. All right. Do a kick-ass job of reversing the trailer mm. in. Perfect reverse. Everybody gives you a golf clap. <laughs> hey! <laughs> okay, that's good there. All right, let's load them up. And a bunch of people come and start loading the crates up. Are you guys helping them out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah for I'd, sure. Yeah, jump out and grab crates. I'm just like holding one corner of a crate at a time. I definitely can't take one of my own. Yeah, Burzen, Burzen's on, on the top of the trailer, like 
taking them from people and sorting them out. And as this is happening, Brozen, give me a perception check. Um, probably not going to see much because that was a natty three <laughs> for a seven. So you feel a tapping on your shoulder. Huh? And as you turn around, there's a young human male there, maybe 20 years old, black hair. And he subtly gestures at you to come over and speak to him. Uh, sure, kid. Follow him over to wherever he goes. All right, so I see the captain go off. Yeah, he kind of just, you know, steps off the trailer and move a little bit. Do you, Murray? Do you really see that? I do. Well, I'm heading back with the crate. I, I'll jump on and uh, take his spot for loading the, the crates into the trailer. All right, all right. <laughs> Efficiency. Hey, my crew knows what to do, even when I'm not around. And as his <laughs> eyes dart around, quickly surveying the room, he leans in to speak with you quietly. I take the, I take my helmet off. He gets splashed with water. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt your work. My name's Brandon. Bra- Brandon Nix. My name's Burzen. Captain Burzen to you. Captain Burzen. And you can see his eyes are almost filled with wonder as he says <laughs> the words Captain Burzen. It's truly an honor to to meet someone like you, a, a spacefarer. Yeah, sure. Now, this may be a bit forward, but I was wondering if you'd be able to transport me off this planet to, to Absalom Station. Oh. Not, not, not just me. Uh, my wife, too. Her, her name's Anya Hill. Wait, wife? What, how old are you, kid? 18. Got some ID? <laughs> ID? N- no, I, 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 uh, I don't have that. I, you know, I'm not really in the people-moving business. But, you know, you want to get off this rock. What, you got family at Absalom, or...? No, my... We, we were both born here, me and my wife, but we don't wish to die here. We want to start a life somewhere else to, to see the galaxy, Castravel, Absalom Station. We only read about them. We're never, ever going to get the chance to see this. And before he can finish... His, uh, his, his thought there, uh, you hear a gruff voice from behind you. Brandon, what are you doing? Brandon, get over here now. Uh, I was just asking. I know what you're asking. You know our laws. Get over here now. And you see through the main entrance of the warehouse, there's a gruff old man with you know a bushy white beard and a very weathered craggy face. Has, uh, has appeared through the rain and he's waved this boy over and then he kind of pulls him aside and you know you see him say something to him and then the boy Brandon kind of hangs his head down and goes back to moving crates and this man walks up to you <laughs> sorry about that uh, these young ones you know <laughs> dreams of grandeur uh, I, my name is Devon Corey I'm the administra <laughs> I mean I'm, so, I'm sorry I, I'm the governor of Casinus. <laughs> Still getting used to saying that one. <laughs> uh, very exciting times for the future of this system. Yeah, I, I'll bet. What do you mean by laws? Kid wants to leave. What what kind of laws are you talking about? Well, uh, as uh, do you know the, the, the history of, of this area of our colony? We've recently bought ourselves out. We've bought our freedom and independence from Abadar Corp. We're building our own world here, our own life. Living the way that we wish to live. However, we're, we're still quite small and we need every able-bodied person we can get. And 
young men and women, we, they can't just leave. We need to populate our colony and, and work for a living. I mean, sure, but, you know, you, you can't keep people against their will to, um, to stay, uh, you know, on a rock. Especially a wet rock like this. He kind of gives you this cold smile. Yes, well, I'm Brandon's father, and I know what is best for my son. And I also know what is best for the people of this wonderful colony. So with uh, all due respect, uh, sorry, what was your name? My name's Burzen. All due respect, Burzen. Our laws are our own. We live the way that we live. Sure. You know, you do you. Anyway, how old is that? How old is Brandon? He told me he was 18. Got a wife. Yes, yes, he, he will be 18 next month. Okay, so he's... He's not 18, he's a kid. His uh, life is hard out here in the colonies. Uh, become a man quite early. Oh, I'm sure. There's many dangers out here. Quite different to the, the, the cushy world <laughs> in, in the <laughs> pack world. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll let you get back to, to loading up the, the, the crates of our delicious Vestimel brew. And once you're done with that, we'll, uh, we'll bring you a, a few nice warm cups to warm you up in this terrible terrible weather well I, I can't wait to be relaxed by tea yes <laughs> and he kind of just heads off again back out into the rain okay goodbye uh, fe fe I'll be back with some tea Burzen uh, turns back to go back and uh, continue loading crates on the on the truck what was that all about captain oh uh, this kid wants to get off off planet and go to Absalom you know start a new life but he's his pops won't let him. Should we should we help him? Yeah, sure. I mean, we have space. We all have space, but do we have enough room? <laughs> hey! Ooh, that's deep. That's Ooh. deep. <laughs> it's a classic, Captain. Um, it's because yeah. we travel through space. Yeah. It's good when you explain tiny. it, Tiny. Right? Good. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the joke. Thanks. One of the best qualities I have. <laughs> How much was he offering? Human. Was he... Was he wanting to pay for passage? Didn't even get that far, but you know, if he's uh, if he's wanting to get off uh, off the planet, go to Absalom Station, he's gonna have to pay. It's the cold hard reality of uh, life. Need to pay more than tea as well. Oh, sawbones. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we gonna take him? Oh no. Well, you know, we gotta negotiate a fee. Oh, okay. Him and two people. Him and his. Him and his wife. Who was it? Just I was I was loading. Crates, yeah, he's a kid. So he's got black hair. His name's Brandon. He'll be around here somewhere. Gotcha. Yeah, tiny. If you look, you can see him. He's kind of at, at the far end, and mm -hmm. you know, holding crates and stuff like that. His father had directed him to, you know, go as far away from you guys in the chain gang as possible. Chain gang. Cool. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Sure. What do you what do you call it? A production line. There you go. The conveyor belt of humans, the human, mm -hmm. the human centipede. Oh God! Of, of box, of box passing. <laughs> so it takes a little while, but eventually all the crates get loaded up, and sure enough, uh, Devon comes back with a tray of uh, of tea. There's a uh, four cups on there. They're steaming. It walks in the door through the. Rain. It's still raining as heavily as it was when you first arrived. He says, ah, all done now. You're very efficient. Yeah, uh, you know, one trip, 
it's just what we try to do every time. I think you, you need to talk to Cooper about, you know, you, you bring you bring the things that you're trying to get off world and you collect the things that you're bringing into the to the colony. Uh, that's the best way to do it. I, I mean, I can get Tiny to show you the best way. He's he's very strong. He can carry lots of things at once. I hear my name and I'm like, I, should I? I have the flow chart. I can show. It, it's mainly a diagram of uh, piling on as much stuff as possible and trying yeah. to balance. See, see, here's here's you, and here's the things, and then that's <laughs> you going to the place. It's very simple. Yeah, literally. The arrows and the words you, the thing, the place are all on the flow chart, and it's just a description with a dotted and, line and a and directional it, it, in thing. Crayon. <laughs> it's written in crayon. It's more of a yeah, comic. I'm, I'm not an artist. Well, all this is going on, I reach over and grab a cup of tea, and I, thank you for the tea. It looks delicious. Oh, you're most welcome. Yes, yes, it is quite delicious. Um, but uh, yes, if we could get a, a copy of this uh, this diagram, uh, I would, <laughs> it'd be great to hand it on to, to, to Cooper. I apologize if he's inefficient. He's he's quite new to the role, you see. Oh, no, you know, it's no skin off my nose, but, you know, like we're here. I, thank you for the tea. Um, but does anybody have a, I don't know, like a camera communicator or something? <laughs> Take a photo, I, or scan. I, uh, of the of the tea, are you talking about? No, he's talking no. about the, the flow chart. No. Oh, sorry. The flow chart. Sorry. Come on, Sawbones, keep up, keep up. Tom. Uh. Yeah. My character has theme knowledge because he's a colonist of strange mm-hmm. worlds, uh, and I was just hoping to see if I'd know anything about this tea, or if I've heard anything about this tea, anything interesting aside from its sedative effects. Sure. Give me a culture check. The first roll. <laughs> I wrote a perception check before. Second Stole roll from me. So it's the second, second roll. <laughs> Seventh roll. No second. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. Yeah. I see. There we go. That was supposed <laughs> to be the first roll. I'm gonna delete the other one. I had to be tapped on the out. shoulder for it. Yeah. Yeah. We all agreed. Oh no, it's actually a, a twenty-six because I get a bonus. No, the uh, the DC the, comes down. Because of theme yeah. knowledge, or the, um, you subtract five. Just yeah. it, like yeah, yeah right. we're all drinking this tea. We're, we're gonna wake up in a fucking dungeon somewhere or something, guys. Just like <laughs> they, they told us straight up, it's a sedative <laughs> with a kidney missing. <laughs> <laughs> they said they said it was a mild, had mild relaxation effects. That's all it was. Okay, so you you haven't heard of this specifically, uh, however. You're aware colonists will usually try to make the most of everything. And so making a tea out of flowers is, is not uh, unheard of. Um, and, you know, usually it's it's done pretty carefully as well because there's really not that many. You know, there isn't a lot of medical facilities in these places, so they do have to be really careful with stuff like this. So you know it's, it's probably going to be pretty safe. Cool. Tom... I want to grab the tea and then dip my chem analyzer into the tea. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm really trying to understand the kind of medicinal qualities of it. So I'm going to use my inbuilt custom micro lab to help me do that. It starts. And it returns all fairly normal levels of things that one would expect to find in, uh, you know, a, a, a brewed tea from flowers. 
Um, indeed, you can see that it does have a, a mild uh, relaxation, uh, relaxation agent in it uh, that does seem to be naturally occurring, but the levels aren't alarming or anything like that. What, what does it smell like? Fruity tea. So it's got this really lovely, uh, rich smell to it. And it's, uh, it's a bit like it's berries, a, yeah, berries, mango, pineapple. <laughs> and then it's like a dark okay. red color. I'm drinking it. Drinking it? Definitely. Me too. Oh, Devin, this is, this is some good tea. Yes. Uh, as we said, it's, uh, it's, it's been excellent at keeping this colony afloat where, while we, while we try to find something a bit more valuable, but this is going well for us. Um, Tell me, Devin, this might be a business opportunity you haven't explored for the colony, um, but have you ever tried to um, find any further uses for the, I guess, the, the chemical compounds in the tea? It could be medicinal. You could use that to fund things or, you know, sell it on to um, for greater profit. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, potentially, we we could do that, but uh, we, well, we we did have one scientist here who was uh, looking into things like that. But well, we there, there was an unfortunate incident a, a few weeks back. And unfortunate. What? That, that research will have to be put on hold until somebody more suitable comes along. Did it involve the tea? Oh no, 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 not not the tea. What what happened? Well, uh, it sent out a. A scouting party to try to find some some suitable land looking for forward hunting camps but uh, they failed to return and after we sent a team after them we found they were dead had been attacked by some kind of creature uh, there wasn't much left unfortunately uh, as I said uh, you know Cooper was new to the to the role uh, Darren used to be our Darren our logistics <laughs> expert, but unfortunately, he was one of the casualties there. I, I want to roll an insight check to just to try to verify if I can tell he's telling the full truth or if he's keeping something. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. That's an eight, but I do have my um, skill expertise. Oh. Which is another four, so it's 12 plus uh, four, 16 sense motive. Seems to be telling the truth. Well, you seem to be telling the truth about this, so. <laughs> I trust you implicitly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who says that in conversation? Who 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 actively says, well, it seems like you're telling the truth. <laughs> I have no reason to suspect that you're lying to me, to a random spaceman about this. I don't know why I would lie about such a thing. It's, <laughs> it's a tragedy. That's all I have to say about that, really. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you know, maybe you could advertise for a position or you know put out a flyer somewhere uh, on the info sphere try you know try and get a, another scientist or a medical team down here to um, do some research because uh, this is this is good stuff that oh, yes. ah. was very necessary to fully <laughs> enjoy the flavor of the tea Devin how do you sell this tea how do you advertise it and sell this tea we have a don't really have a advertising where it's just word of mouth really had spread for this one the, this this load is uh is is, is destined for for Castrovel and a distributor there will uh, sell it on to whomever wishes to buy it 
Well, I'm just asking because it's always really good to have a representative uh, kind of going out there in the world or in the verse, just talking with people, giving samples and encouraging them to buy it. That's how you get your product out there. That's that's what I was always taught by my parents. So really, I, I was just wondering if you like nominated someone from the colony to go out and, and search and, and maybe make some deals for you. You can make a lot of money and, you know, you could give them a job to do that. That would allow them to to go out and earn money for you. It'd be a win-win. But I don't know if you have anyone that would like to go. I mean, I left my colony where I was born to go out and work and help out my family. And I've been giving the money back occasionally, you know, when we get money. So everyone benefits i was just wondering if you if you had thought of something like that i'm looking at him very very like 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 smiling just very positive thinking he's really <laughs> sly while he's saying this yes well it's quite difficult we don't have any interstellar crafts ourselves to send somebody out to do that uh, are you offering to be our brand ambassador well well we have a we have a ship definitely but you would need someone stationed at a location where they could make these deals, probably at a big hub like a space station. We do have a ship though, if you need a ride or something, we'd only charge the fee to take you out or something if you wanted to do it. Though I, you seem like a very important person. Maybe you'd have someone else who, who'd like to go. Maybe someone you trust implicitly, like I trust you now. <laughs> That's a great point, Captain. Yes, it's a very uh, interesting thought. Uh, definitely something uh, to think about. Uh, perhaps with our, our next delivery, we maybe I can speak about it with the with the council, and we'll see where we land on that. Uh, thank you for for sure. The there's idea. no uh, rush. I would like to maximize the profits for this. Yes. Yeah. Seems like a win-win. Build bridges, stuff like that. Yes. Yes. We have a bridge. Have you have you seen our bridge? <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> oh God. No, but I'd love to. I'd love to get a photo on it. <laughs> oh yes, yes. It's very good. We have good bridge builders here. You know, so, you know, how long does one of these uh, meetings take with the council? Because, you know, we're not, we're not necessarily in a, a rush. We could meet tonight and, oh. you know, we could work something out. Burzen's just really sensing a, a business opportunity here to make some extra money. And Tiny really wants to help some kid get off a planet. He feels some kinship here at some level, even though he had more support. I think there's something about uh, independence that is calling out to him. You know, we're happy to help, happy to cut a deal or something. And uh, but I want to like Burson wants to roll a diplomacy check to try and get him, uh, get him a little more uh, on our side, sort of thing. Yeah, go ahead. I have zero diplomacy. Can I help? <laughs> <laughs> to to assist, you need a, at least a plus one in the skill. Ah, uh, snap. Uh, it's a nine. Uh, well, you you all make a very interesting argument. Uh, unfortunately, our town council won't be meeting until uh, next week. Uh, we have to structure everything here. We're all very busy. Not not a wasted second, not a wasted body. That's uh, that's how it is out here. Your friend here would uh, be aware that's how life is uh, out on the frontier. It's true, though in my colony we have an expression that you have to seize the moment, you know, oh. especially when there's a chance to improve everyone's lives even more. I wouldn't even allow yes. bureaucracy to no. ruin an opportunity. But that's just where I come oh. from. My family were, you know, very intelligent. I, you wouldn't <laughs> know that from looking at me, but they're very... <laughs> I don't mean to... Yeah, but I am a very rough hey, character, hey, so I, I'm insulting tiny, this guy tiny, for sure. I didn't tiny, mean to, but I'm just like... Are you implying <laughs> that I am not intelligent? 
No, I'm implying that they're more intelligent than <laughs> you. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, <clears throat> well I hope you have enjoyed your tea. And, it's uh, great. When you when you finish your cups, you can just give them to one of the boys over there, and I'll thank you for the delivery, and I bid you good day. Oh, Devin, just before you go, I, how can I buy some of the tea? I, I, I liked it a lot. Yes, yes. Speak to uh, speak to Eleanor over there. She'll she'll sort you out. Bozen's just staring daggers at Tiny right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's what? <laughs> he notices yeah. it, and and. Just, what, what well, happened? Thank you for, thank that, you for your time, Devin. Thank, thank you for your time. He walks away. Tiny, I mean, sometimes you just got to know when to stop. Just, uh, what do I, mean, I do? You're, you're insulting. And like, just takes him, <laughs> brings him in close. You're insulting the man's intelligence. I mean, I was complimenting my family's intelligence and as a byproduct insulting him. I mean, I could see, I could see how he might have taken it like, a severe insult mm. and a breach of yeah. conduct. You can see that, huh? Right. Okay. Well, you know, next time, just just stop. Don't don't reference how smart your family are in contrast to someone we're trying to cut some kind of deal with. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Don't insult the client. <laughs> okay. If I start doing that, can you give me a signal? Like, mm. don't do yeah. that, tiny. Maybe I'll throw a knife at you or something. Come on. No, that's a bit extreme, but you know. Shut up. And I'm the non-diplomatic one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw a knife at you. Shut up. <laughs> so you guys can see over where uh, he gestured to, there's a Lashunta woman sitting behind a desk that's piled high with papers and seems to be working away, writing something. Yeah, Sawbones um, kind of wanders on over to her. Hey, I'm looking to buy some of the tea that you guys have got here. It's lovely. She, yeah, she looks up and kind of a little bit surprised she's blinking a few times shakes her head she was clearly deep in her work oh um sorry what yeah sorry uh devon said that you you would sell us some tea and because we're you know we're working together he, he said you'd sort of do me a good deal on it yes yes well we, we yes we can we can sell the tea um h- how much were you after i don't know we usually sell by the crate by the crate how much is a crate uh well, uh, one crate is... <laughs> well, let me tell you what the price of one crate is. It would be 50? I, I yeah. can tell you now. It's 50. <laughs> she space Google. No, no, no. He said we had 100 crates at 5,000 credits. So it would be 50 a crate. So, so that tracks. That tracks. Good, uh, Mari. Nerd. Yeah, Excellent. Nice Excellent <laughs> note-taking. Hell Did yeah. I, say, I meant 60. Oh. No, he's gonna cut us a deal. Oh, goodbye. She walks away. Just <laughs> <laughs> closes the laptop, disappears. She Wait, just disappeared. <laughs> she just blinked out of existence as if just dimension the doors. The <laughs> door appears. She just walks yeah. through. <laughs> the door disappears. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, that, that uh, usually 50 credits uh, per crate. Uh, however, if we would uh, prefer to trade, uh, if you have something of, of value, we could give you a slightly better deal. What's he looking for? Rations, uh, uh, equipment, yes, tools, anything you could part. Well, with. can you be more specific? It's literally a ship full of those things. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I gave you three specific examples of, of things: food, 
equipment okay. and tools. Well, what I, if, I don't what know if how much more specific I can be. Ten rations. <laughs> ten. I'll give you ten rations. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't know what the fuck we've got. I don't know what what rations. Are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll get forty. <laughs> what about what about this this lady? She seems to know what she's talking about. <laughs> Oh gosh, I actually didn't have any interest in purchasing tea, but I look over at. Um, I could use some help, Lassie. <laughs> uh, I'm in no way diplomatic either, so I'm not actually sure what to trade. Um, it's about the art of the deal. Oh, the art of a deal. You see, that's where Captain steps in, right? Um, so I'm going to suggest that uh, maybe you could craft something. You know how both of you are quite skilled in the art of crafting, one for medicinal purposes and the other tiny. You know how you guys can craft? <laughs> medicinal well, wink that's wink. That's a good... <laughs> I, I do have something we did craft, and then I reach into my bag and I pull out the the flowchart. <laughs> your boss seemed really interested in this. Right, this will solve all your logistical problems. And he wanted a copy, and it's it's really, I, I don't open it up. It's very intricate. Just so you know, look, don't don't tell anyone, but uh, when we adopted Tiny's logistical method, we increased our efficiency by 80%, and you could do that too. 80%. Think about how much tea that's worth. 80%? Oh, that's, that's very impressive. Yeah. You... From, from over in the corner, you just hear, hey, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? What are you doing with my flow chart? Hey, <laughs> don't let them know. Don't, it's... Proprietary. I look over at the captain. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm exchanging the flow chart. He's far away, and I'm not hearing him that well. Uh, you said you already struck a deal with Devon about that, so I'll let him handle that. Uh, you said you have rations. Um, you, know, you, you are willing to spare some. Uh, you have uh, some, some scrap, some extra equipment, things like that, electronics. I mean, also, I can fix things if you have anything that's broken or mechanical i'm pretty good at that so in trade we could do it a uh, do a deal in trade though i'm happy to pay the 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 fee as well i want to get a case for my family and i'm i'm quite good at at helping people who are sick so if you've got any injuries or sick people um potentially i could i could trade services as well for a small box of you know a mixture of rations and uh, scrap equipment plus your repair expertise. And, well, I guess you could go and have a chat to our doctor. I could give you three crates. Three crates, yeah, sounds great. Excellent, excellent. There's a, a water purifier's been playing up a little bit. Uh, uh, we can show you uh, where that is. And uh, also in, in our main center, that's where our, that's where, uh, our, our doctor is, well, he's uh, more of a, a medic, but uh, you know, he, he's doing his best. I'd be happy to chat to him. Oh yes, uh, e- excellent, excellent. So, can you just put the three crates on the on the truck because we're we're going to head back to our ship? Absolutely. I'll. Uh, uh, you want to head back now? I, I can get them on now. Oh well, I mean, load them on now. I'll we'll stop. I'll stop by the the medical center uh, on the way. You know, before we go back. Yeah, and you oh, just show me where the water purifier is, and I'll I'll uh, take care of it as I pet the giant wrench that's on my side like holstered like a weapon but it's just it's in its own little belt loop oh uh, did you do you know did you see the bridge oh yeah i really wanted to oh but it's it's right next to the bridge 
That is so fortuitous. I can, They're so proud I can of just that bridge. do both. <laughs> it is a nice bridge. As they should be. It's made out of wood. Like the, the way you described it, it feels like it's made out of like plywood and just scraps of stuff spanning the river. Hey, man. It's a good bridge. <laughs> it's honest. Sure, sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good, honest bridge. Yeah. All right, so she. <laughs> Tom's looking at a sheet of paper. Snaps that's her fingers. Called, like, titled Encounter at the Bridge. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, like, <laughs> clenching his fists. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get him to the bridge. Take us to the bridge. <laughs> he changes the words to at the ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps her fingers. Uh, Zona, Zona, uh, three more crates. Y- yes, yes, I know. T- three more, please. Uh, okay, thank you. Y- y- yes, na- yes, now, now, yes. Okay, they're, they're doing it now. Okay, great, yes. Uh, so, yep, there, there's your three crates uh, loaded up, and uh, a pleasure doing business with you. She stands up and goes to shake all of your hands. Shake shake hands back. I do yeah. the same awkward handshake. Oh, it's uh, yeah, very clammy and limp. She I know. Wipes her hand off. Oh, You're it's... welcome. I kind of oh, look over at the you. captain, even though he's not anywhere near here, and I'm just kind of look at him and I smile. <laughs> but Burzen's standing over next to the um, next to the truck. He's ticking off all the stuff, and then three more crates appear. He's like, he's just got this "what the fuck" look on his face, <laughs> and like just looks looks over at the three of you, <laughs> interrogating this woman. <laughs> like, huh? Um, and just like nods and heads back into the truck. I'm t- uh, I'm going to head off into uh, the the center and meet with the doctor. All right, I'm great. Jumping in the driver's seat, uh, and I'm going to drop Tiny off at the bridge on the way back to unloading the crate. Great, uh, person. What are you doing? Sorry, I'm I'm in the truck with Astra. Okay, great. Like, Astra, where did those three extra crates come from? Uh, yeah. We're fixing a water filter and, uh, oh my gosh, Sawbones is going to the medical bay and, yeah, don't ask. Okay. So it was some kind of deal, I assume. Thanks for including yeah. me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys, uh, you guys take off. Yeah, Sawbones, you're kind of slugging it through the, through the mud. And you, it's, it's kind of in, it's in the opposite direction, and you head off uh, towards this, you know, their their main building that's in the town center, and it's about the same size as this warehouse. It's several of these shipping containers all strapped together, basic doors at the front. You can uh, walk on in. Yeah, I'm walking in and I'm looking for a sign that says medical or got the the international first aid cross or something on it. So as you walk in, you can see it's been uh, partitioned with you know, curtains and things like that and, you know, crates stacked up, that sort of thing. It's not necessarily, you know, rooms inside there. But, yeah, sure enough, you can see an area uh, over to the left-hand side that uh, looks like it would be the the medical area. Cool. I'll walk over. Is anyone here a doctor? And a uh, human man looks up. Hmm? Oh, uh, he's, he was kind of, like, hunched over, writing something at a desk. Uh Hello. Yes, I'm. 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 I'm Gabriel. I'm. I'm. I'm the doctor here. Nice to meet you, Gabriel. I'm Sawbones. I. Uh, I was talking with. Uh, I think her name was Elaine or Elise or something back at back at the tea um, storage facility, and she she mentioned that Eleanor. Eleanor. Sorry, I'm terrible with names. Um, 
She mentioned that uh, you know you might need a hand with something. I'm 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 a doctor myself, or at least I I'm trying to be a doctor myself. I know a lot about uh, the body and, and oh. medicine. But um, by any any stretch, I, I'm keen to help you while I'm here. I'm only here for a short time. I'm, I'm stopping to pick up some uh, some tea and, and and take it back to uh, take oh. it back to Castrovel. But I, I'm happy to help while I'm here. Is there anything that you need a hand with? And you can see he he just looks tired. You know, big ass bags under his eyes probably aging before his time I well it's first of all it's great to meet you he comes up and shakes your hand uh, I, honestly it's it's been pretty tough here I'm I was I was a medic I, I served and well I I did a little bit in in, in combat but you know, never anything like this you know having to, to diagnose and look through these books with all these symptoms it's it's a hell of a thing Ah, it is I I've I go the other way. I've I've spent most of my time studying and reading and and uh, and working on the theory, but I haven't had a huge amount of practice. That's why anytime I I come to a place like this where I think I can help, I I always look for the opportunity. Oh, well, excellent. And any 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 help you can offer will be greatly appreciated. Firstly, how are you feeling, Doctor? You you don't look that well, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, well, uh, you're not the first to notice. I've. It's, it's very stressful. Like I said, uh, I've been pouring through these books, trying to, trying to figure out even just small symptoms from various people. And I mean, it's difficult. Who knew there were so many? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can see over, he's got, you know, <laughs> piles and piles of books and, you know, little post-it notes stuck up uh, along the wall. And, you know, just, it, it's, it's a bit of a mess. But you can see he's... He's doing his best. Uh, give me a give me a medicine check. Yeah, sure. I'm um, I'm going to use my custom micro lab to help me with this check as well. So should get a plus four, I believe, to that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, natty twenty. Oh, <laughs> twenty. First roll. I I, I yeah. There you uh, go. So that'll be it. I mean, whatever it is, it's going to be a total of like fucking thirty or something. With that check. It, it honestly, it just looks like this guy is completely burned out. He's in over his head. He's fatigued. You know, he's he's stressed. Maybe he could use a few pointers or something. Tell me, doctor, do you drink much of this tea that you guys make here? I I, I try not to drink too much of it because it. Well, I, I need to stay awake and, and alert. Yeah, can't drink too much of that. I'll just want to sit around yeah. all day and do nothing. Uh, it's a good point. I understand. I, I, you just look like you could use some more sleep. So if you were, you know, I, I was wondering maybe if you were taking some before bed, it might help you get a nice solid six or seven hours at least to recuperate. Yes, well, that's that's probably a good idea. I haven't really been taking care of myself. Yeah, doctor, heal thyself. That's what that's what I always say. That's good. Uh, I like that. Yeah, I've got like a little embroidered thing in my cabin it like you know hand stitched it, it says that on it it's a good reminder um what about nutrition how how's your own nutrition do you have good food here do you have you know meat and, and vegetables or where are you at food wise yes usually we we have uh, we have some meats uh, our hunting party goes out uh, but unfortunately we haven't had meat in a little while well, i don't know if You'd heard, but there was a our hunting party was uh, killed by something. I heard that must have been very sad. Yes, uh, we lost some some good men and women. 
But, uh, you know, at the moment we're living off, uh, you know, we've got uh, our rations and uh, the meats that we were able to keep in storage. But uh, you guys bringing everything has been, been a lifeline. So. Well, look, I, I'm sorry. There's not much I can do for you um, aside from just recommend sleep and exercise and good diet. But, you know, you're a doctor. You know that. <laughs> um, is there anyone else who, who you who needs some help or, you know, you, you're happy for you sort of. Yeah. I, I, tell me how I can help. That's all. That's what I want to hear. Well, actually, if you don't mind, can you come and have a look at this uh, this one patient that I've got? I've, I've written down all of her symptoms here. If, uh, you could come and give me Take a Take you hand. into the morgue. Yeah, Certainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one's dead, okay? She appeals to be dead. <laughs> it's a very severe case of dead. And so he starts, he starts digging through his papers. Astra, you're pulling up next to, uh, next to the bridge, and you... Uh, stop Stop the car there. Hey, Tiny, Tiny, this is your stop, buddy. Why don't you, you jump off and have a look at the uh, water filter? Uh, and we'll meet you back at... Uh, actually, call us on the comms. I can come back and get you a bit later. Sure, sounds good. Have a safe ride. I hop out. Okay, so I'm going to drive the captain back, um, and we can offload the tea while these guys are doing their... Their business? Side quests. Yeah, they're side quests. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so Tiny, you you can see there's uh you're in front of the bridge. It's a good looking bridge. That is a that is a nice bridge. I take a selfie mm. on it. Yeah. You're it's gonna to be get great. A good angle. Yeah, I'm gonna upload this and send it in my, my latest newsletter back home. And sure enough, just next to this bridge there's this this uh, water filtration unit, uh, the purifier. Mm-hmm. is there and it seems to be making a, a strange noise well let's see uh, what we got here as you go up to it and start inspecting it give me an engineering check sure it's my engineering kit not the best we'll see ah 15 numbers are so big and stuff yeah when you roll well I did not roll well yeah so as you're looking into it and you stop opening it up pulling it apart that sort of thing you can see that it's been pretty badly clogged up Mm. that they they're replacing the filters but it looks like there's some other kind of something like gunk or something that's kind of seeped into the rest of the unit i'm gonna take my i'm gonna take my wrench out and even mm-hmm. though this doesn't look like a problem that you can solve with a wrench, I'm going to wave the wrench and cast mm-hmm. a token spell to remove all the gunk in this machine to, to clean it up, spick and span. And I'm going to say, yeah. squeaky clean, as I do that. Great. To no one. No one, it, no one needs to hear this. It's just what I'm <laughs> doing. No, you do that. And sure enough, it just... <gasps> zing, and it starts like shimmering and sparkling. And it sparkles. It was making it was like kind of like going, <laughs> but then it suddenly just goes, and it's just quiet and running efficiently. As it like sparkles, I turn to look to an imaginary camera and I wink. I'm like, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> nice. Wait. And you close it back up. It just awesome. needs to be cleaned. <laughs> it's not that simple, Daniel. 
It's, you know, he had to yeah. get in there. <laughs> but it's just like, surely there's a maintenance dude <laughs> on the colony. How many Technomancers do they have? Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't have any you know? Technomancers. Like, they wouldn't have been able to do it as quickly as you, Tiny. Um, in my head, but, yeah. I'm thinking all these thoughts of the captain saying, like, oh, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, dum 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 Having an imaginary <laughs> conversation with him in your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in your head it's like, Hey, Tiny, you did such a good job with that <laughs> with that water filtration unit. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Captain. <laughs> you're the best. No, you're the best. <laughs> uh, we're friends as I walk <laughs> away. <laughs> Great. And you guys, uh, Burson and Astra, as you're heading back to the ship, there's people walking past you. Uh, they've, they've got like one hover cart that they're using uh, other people are uh, carrying crates uh, some of them are loaded up on uh, you know rudimentary carts and uh, they're you know there's kind of a bit of a, a constant stream of that and as you pull up back to the ship uh, you can see uh, Cooper waves at you guys and uh, you can see pretty much all of the cargo is uh, now uh, offloaded excellent so I'm gonna get the uh, the hover trailer and reverse that in um, get it up in size so we can start unloading all the crates. Mm. Oh, great. Uh, you you got, all, got all the tea there. It's, uh, did you try some? Yeah. Absolutely delicious. Oh, it's, it's, it's just the best. Uh, after a long, hard day, you know, but a bit of Vestimal brew, it uh, really levels you out. I'm so mildly relaxed right now. <laughs> it's delightful. It was so good the boys bought another three <laughs> crates of it. Take it home with us. Oh, you did! Excellent, excellent. Yes, it's uh, so um very tasty. Cooper, you're uh, you're new in the role, huh? Yeah, yes, 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 I am. Uh, so, what are you? You're you're a scientist, or what's your deal? <laughs> uh, no, I, I I guess I do a lot of odd jobs around the place. I never really had a specific role that I did in the colony in, in, until recently. You know, I'd help around the warehouse a little bit and, you know, just, I guess, kind of, well, not busy work because everything's important here, but I never really had a proper proper role until now. Sure. It's just a, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate how I came into yeah, it. It's, but, um, yeah, it's quite strange. Like, there's a, what, what kind of mon- there's a monster that... That ate everybody. I I didn't quite get all the information from Devon, but it sounds sounds horrible. Yes, yeah, so something like that. There was some kind of beasts. We we don't know. Don't don't have a lot of details. They, you know, the the scouts went out to to see if they were there, but as I said, they only found the the remains of Ugh. of the hunting party. Gross. I mean, no offense, but. That's gross. It's, it's, it's a hard life. Any idea what, what kind of creature this was? Is it, you know, do you live in fear now because there's a horrible beast on the loose? I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried. Has is is anything like this happened before? No, not really. It's, uh, we haven't ventured out that far before. So. Tell me, I know, you know, you guys want to keep people around. You want to populate the colony. But were any of those people that were lost, were they speaking about, you know leaving or um, trying to go somewhere and make a new life for themselves at all? Um, no. Sense motive. No, not, not, <laughs> that, not that I'm aware of. Okay. okay. 
Sense motive. I rolled a three. That's uh, ten. Sorry. Um, plus a six. Sixteen. Mm, yeah, he appears to be telling the truth. Surely the, the colony is like, gripped with fear. What, how long ago did this happen? It was, it was a few weeks back now. Okay. You know, is there any hunting parties going out to try and catch this thing or... To catch it? Well, you know, to... It sounds very dangerous. To destroy it? I don't know. Like, you can't be living in this type of arrangement. There, there, there was some talk of perhaps uh, heading out that way. Again, there appeared to be some good resources out that way. I think, I think it's taking some time to, to train everybody up again and make sure that they'll be able to identify the, the plants sure, in the corner and sure. everything out there. Um, might I suggest, you know, training up a militia of some kind or some kind of security force? Maybe you could make a suggestion to Devon about uh, buying in some weapons or, you know, uh, some kind of security force to uh, protect protect the colony. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'd perhaps love to chat about that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not part of the council. I probably couldn't suggest that, but uh, we do have some weapons. We use them for hunting. And, oh, you know, you, sort of you're thing, an important man in the, in the colony now, surely. Perhaps they, they might hear me out at the, at the next meeting. Yes, in, what, a week or two or something? It's next week. Sure, sure. Okay, well, uh, have fun with your um, crazy monster that's uh, terrorizing your colony, then. We'll, uh, we'll load up uh, the tea on the... On the, the pig and well, okay then. It's, I guess we'll uh, get out of your hair. Well, th- thanks again for, for for bringing all all of these things here. It's uh, oh, no, no, just, just don't mention it. Our, our pleasure. Well, okay. goodbye. Okay, okay, goodbye now. Bye, Cooper. <laughs> and Sawbones, you've taken some time now to read over these uh, documents and uh, these symptoms that are described there by uh, Gabriel. Make a medicine check. Uh, 18 plus 8, 26. Yeah, so you're able to make some suggestions of what it could be and then recommend possible remedies for it. And uh, after you describe this, Gabriel turns to you, hey, that, thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to, to give me a hand. It, I don't want to be too forward here, I'm, and, and, and I'm happy to trade for it, but is there any... You said you do a lot of research and things. Do you have any books or information or things that you could give me? I'm kind of just working off what was left behind. Hi, I look. I've got a bunch of um, I've got a bunch of old medical books, um, and but but I've made lots of notes against them. You know, like I, as I'm reading, I'm sort of putting my own thoughts in there. Um, I'd be happy to share with you my notes. Um, we don't need to trade for it. It's one doctor to another. All right. Um, and I sort of like I, I pull out my um, my data pad, which has you know all of these archive copies on it, as well as all my kind of notes. Um, and I sort of transfer the three or four books that I think would be most relevant to him. Great, yeah. He holds his out and it transfers transfers across. What a dude! Altruistic. I love it. And uh, he says, "Well, uh, Sawbones, um, hey, hey, all the best." I do want to ask you about something. I've I know we've been talking a lot about the tea and, and you guys seem to just have a lot of this tea. I, I'm wondering if you've ever tried to distill it or concentrate it or um, or treat it in any sort of way. I mean, you've got you've got a, a large amount of something with a sedative quality here. I'm, I'm sort of thinking it could either potentially be weaponized, like I've heard you're having some, some 
you know, monster-related issues here, um, or it could be used as a medicinal. Um, that's that's why I bought, uh, you know, a crate. I'm thinking about running some experiments on it. But if if you've already done that, or you got any advice, you can give me. That'd be great. Uh, well, uh, I have done some preliminary research on it, but again, a lot of this stuff is goes above my head. I'm kind of learning on the fly here. But hey, again, I can. You give me your notes, and I'll give you mine. Okay. <laughs> Here, I'll, uh, I'll send them across to you now. Sounds great. And um, he's kind of like flipping through some papers and everything. And, um, you know, he takes a few photos on his little data pad. And then, you know, he finds some more in there and then sends them across to you. That That's everything I've got on it. And, you know, if you do some more research and you feel like you want to share it with me, feel free to send it back. Uh, you know, it takes a little while sometimes to, to, to get out here, out in the vast, but... We do have limited infosphere access. Aye, of course, friend. Um, yeah, give me your give me your uh, space email address, and I'll make sure I, <laughs> I, I stay connected with you. Space mail. He gives it to you. It's Gabriel underscore Hughes underscore sixty nine. But it is from when you were a child. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, don't worry about that. That's uh, it's 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 stupid. It was when I was a kid. Okay, well, thank you. I better get back. Uh, I better get back to my ship. My uh, my friends will be looking to leave soon. All right. And yeah, hey, you take care of yourself as well, Sawbones. Thanks. Sort of walk out and um, radio, radio to Astra. Hey, Astra, do you think you could come back and pick me up? I kind of be fucked walking through the, all this mud. <laughs> we have a few more crates to go, and then I'll come and get. Uh, I'll come and get Tiny, and then I'll I'll collect you on the way past. Thank you kindly. So we gotta go. Sort of like start walking up the ro- the roadside, waiting for them. All right, so I'm gonna finish off loading. After a, after a few minutes, Astra rolls on by. Jump in. Do I do I do the like? Oh, I really want to do the drive by like puddle, <laughs> like, just getting with a bit Splashing. of the mud on the way through. But like, I just hold back. I just oh, I see the puddle and I I avoid it just to stop nicely and pick him up. The smell of a wet Yusoki, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's totally not worth it. <laughs> Gross. Alright. How'd you go, Sawbones? I was able to help a bit, I think. It's pretty rustic out here, though. I bet it is. Let's go and find Tiny. So I'm going to drive back towards our ship and uh, and find... Uh, we both look out and there's Tiny standing on the bridge, taking selfies. <laughs> hey, Tiny! I, like, wave over energetically. Hey! It's me! Tiny! Tiny! <laughs> Come jump in! <laughs> Alright! We're going back to the ship. <laughs> I hop in. Alright. I head back in the general direction of the the ship. I'll just keeping my eyes out and making sure that I, I perceive anything around us. I'm a very conscientious driver. Okay, make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 15 plus 4, 19. Oh god, there's a car coming the other way! Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's a, a cart, let's be honest. So I just gently move over to the side. And you knock over an old woman. <laughs> oh! She, she oh, does. my Sunday walk was ruined! <laughs> Into a puddle. Oh, my hip. That woman's stealth check was insane. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe it was that brand new ATV that um, you were about to destroy. <laughs> we just got this! Oh! <laughs> Alright, yeah, you head back. You head back to the ship. Uh, yeah, you, there, there's nothing around. It's still absolutely piercing down with rain. Like, it has not let up the whole time you guys have been here. So, yeah, you can uh, head on back to the ship. Mm, this place is miserable. Let's get dry. And, Burson, you, you, were you on the 
were you with them or you stayed on the ship sorting out the cargo? No, I was I was on the ship. I was like, yeah, securing the cargo, making sure we can it like goes in a spot and stays there, and when we take off, it doesn't start flying around and stuff. As you're doing that, um, you know, you're securing all the cargo and everything like that. Make a make a perception check. Natty twenty. Oh. Twenty four. Oh, <laughs> so uh, you hear? Come on, guys! A bit of excitement. I rolled a natty twenty. Woo! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's better. Yeah. How's it possible? 20. I know. On a on a. You're so aware. On a perception check. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> you perceive that. So yeah. you you hear something like a like a bit of a like someone's bumped something or knocked something. Huh? In the cargo hold. Turns around. And as you're looking around, you know, maybe wondering if Astra came in without you noticing, you see on the ground two sets of muddy, wet footprints. And they look like they've been hastily wiped away, or at least attempted to have been hastily wiped away. They lead around past most of the new cargo and they head behind some large crates in the back. Star Raiders is an Arcane Focus Network production. Be sure to rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. You'd be amazed how much it helps us spread the word. Looking for more adventure? Head to arcanefocusnetwork.com.